Welcome to Content and Conversations, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners that want to prioritize connection and relationship as the primary tool to drive sales. Content and conversations are the two most powerful tools you have to attract the most amazing clients, build solid relationships, and sell more stuff. From sales, marketing, energy, and mindset, we'll discuss everything you need to hit your goals, make more money, and have more fun in your business. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Content and Conversations, where we are going to have a conversation about tactics inside of a strategy. Tactics inside of a strategy. Stick with me on this one. But this actually came up inside of a call um, of our membership. We have a membership called Connect, um, which is really fantastic for newer entrepreneurs within their first $100,000 in business. But uh, somebody was asking about, you know, what what are the steps? Like, what are the things that you do? And so a lot of what we teach um, in, in our consulting and our done-for-you services uh, within the agency is, you know, different. We, we have an overall strategy, right, which is content and conversations, which is why that's what you're listening to, Right. But then there are different tactics inside of that strategy. And this is really important why we don't rely on any one tactic inside of a strategy because shit changes, technology changes, things happen. And so in our overarching strategy, it's content and conversations, we deploy several different tactics. It's usually about four, right? So it is our social media content. It is our outreach. It is our email, right? So that's what we're doing. We're posting on social media. We're, we're adding new people to our audience. We're talking to those people. We're emailing our list pretty regularly. And then the fourth one is typically more just like my natural networking and, and relationship building. That's the fourth kind of tactic that I always have going on. I'm always finding and connecting with new people and, and building relationships and booking coffee chats and networking calls and different things like that. But those are the four tactics inside of our, what we call the sales experience, which is our proprietary framework, right? Inside of our strategy. So ours starts with sales messaging, right? It starts then with AI and automation, then goes on to, you know, growing your audience and then conversion, of course, right? Why am I telling you this? Because I am just seeing shifts and we've been seeing shifts a lot, probably since 2022 um, in social media and different platforms and the way that they're working and what's effective and eyeballs on things and, and different stuff. And I don't get caught up in the algorithm game. I just told my students this, right? Like I am not one where, you know, the algorithm hates me or I'm shadow banned. Like, I don't believe that. I believe when you create good content, people will see it. Like I do very, very strongly believe that. However, I do believe that technology weird shit happens, right? We have one, I have one client who, um, I do the sales leadership and accountability for her sales team where her ad account is locked, right? She's got a masterclass, which is her primary way of driving clients and her, her ad account got shut down. Right. And so, you know, if her only strategy or her only tactic was ads to fill her masterclass, she would be in big trouble, right? And, and so say, for instance, if your only tactic inside of your strategy is to create content and the algorithm does something wild or you get locked out of your account or something happens, you're in big trouble. <laughs> you know, so I really want us to start thinking about our holistic strategy and the different tactics within it, right? So if you were only depending on social media content as the only thing that you're doing and you're not building your audience, you're not having conversations, you're not inviting people in, when the algorithm shifts, you get locked out of account, you get put in Facebook jail, which happens often. I've seen people get their TikTok accounts shut down where they can't post anymore, right? We've all heard these stories. But if you are not taking a multiple pronged approach to what you do, when that happens, you're in big trouble. 
And so what I'm really encouraging or what I want to talk about is let's brainstorm all the different ways. And this is just me brainstorming out that all of the different tactics that can go inside of a strategy and making sure that you're, you're doing multiple things. I want to be very clear though. This is not a message in do more for do more, right? This is not making sure that, you know, this isn't about asking you to work, you know, 12 hour days or grind, 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 grind. It's just like, when you look at what is my strategic approach to my sales and marketing and what are the tactics I am deploying? If there is only one, if there is only one, what are, what is something I can add to that right now? And this is not also about multiple platforms because again, Facebook is our primary platform. I've said that before on the podcast. Um, we're getting ready to experiment with LinkedIn. It's coming soon. We're going to start an entirely new LinkedIn profile from scratch and see what happens. Um, the reason behind that I'll tell you is because I've had a LinkedIn account for I don't know how long since my corporate career. So while it appears that I have a large following on LinkedIn, a lot of those people aren't, there aren't entrepreneurs. They aren't my ideal client, right? There's just kind of like connections that I've collected over the years. You know, my business has reiterated a handful of times over the years. And so I really just want to experiment. Like if I were to start from scratch right now, start from zero, what would happen? And I'm really excited about this experiment, but um, I'm telling you that because, right, when we are dependent on any one tactic, if that tactic isn't working well, then we're in trouble. So really, like I said, a lot of people rely very, very heavily on content marketing. And I love content marketing. We teach it, sales messaging is my jam. But like I said, it really puts you in this precarious situation where if an account gets shut down, you get locked out, something goes wrong, an algorithm makes a shift, right? You get canceled for heaven, (laughs) heaven forbid, Your business is in big trouble. And so when you're thinking about how am I going to grow my business, what are those multiple tactics inside of that strategy? So, um, and I mentioned email marketing, right? This is why email marketing is so, so, so important. And I don't talk a lot about email marketing. I feel, I don't know why I don't, if I'm fully transparent, this is me just talking out loud. I hope you guys know that these, these podcasts aren't scripted. They typically have four or five bullet points and I hit record. But what I think is like, I'm like, oh, well, there's enough people teaching email marketing. I, I don't need to jump in that lane too. But the truth of the matter is, is I do believe that to be true, that if we rely wholeheartedly on social media as the only way to get in touch with people, again, social media does something wild, we're in trouble. Also, people's social media habits change, right? At the time I'm recording this, it's January 2024. A lot of people make New Year's resolutions to spend less time on social media, right? I know a lot of people that that's one of their goals is to spend less time on social media. So if my ideal clients are spending less time on social media, how else am I getting in front of them? Email, right? That's an excellent way. SMS, right? Text message marketing. Those are excellent ways to continue talking to your people outside of social media. So that's why in our content and conversations plan, you're going to hear us start talking more about email marketing because I do think that as much as I love social media, I don't believe that social media is going away. Um, I know a lot of people will tell you that it's dangerous to build a business on social media. I don't think, I don't believe that to be true. You know, we have access of billions of people with a B without ever leaving the house. I don't think that's dangerous. I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, but I do believe that we should also be building assets that we own, right? That's something that a lot of, like we've heard Russell Brunson teach us that before, and a lot of people, right? The asset that you own is your actual email list, right? So if you are not building an email list right now and you are relying wholeheartedly on social media, right, that might be a tactic that you add into your strategy, right? Creating a really great lead magnet or freebie and working on building that email list might be a great way to make sure that heaven forbid anything ever changes on social media, that you still have a way to connect with your people, right? That you still have a way to, um, you know, get your message out into the world, that you still have a way to make offers. You still have a way to book sales calls, right? Um, this is also why we are obsessed with getting in the DMS with our people. Like this is it, 
right? Because if all we did was wait for people to find us, follow us, read our content and buy something, we would all fucking starve, right? We would starve. I know I would. And I, and I would consider that I have a relatively decent sized audience and a relative decent reach. And we do have people reach out to us pretty often to work, to work with us, right? But we are consistently adding new people every single day and talking to those people. Because what does that do when you connect with somebody new, when you reach out to that person, when you start a conversation with that person, what is the first thing that they're going to do? They're going to go to your social media profile and they're going to look at it. They're going to read the content that you have been laboring over, my friend, right? There's importance in that. But if I just waited for them to come peruse my page because I'm fucking interesting, I'd be waiting a really long time. I'm not arrogant enough to believe that to be true, right? So that is why we very intentionally have an outbound strategy. That is why we very intentionally are doing that because I don't want to say we could ever stop creating content because again, I think of social media today as kind of the old school yellow pages. I started my career selling radio advertising in 2005. Yellow pages was just a thing. Like if you weren't in the yellow pages in 2005, you didn't exist, right? Because technology didn't look the way that it did today. That's how I feel about social media. If you are running a business and you have any online part of your business and you don't have a social media strategy, right? You don't exist. If I can't go scroll through your shit and see who you are and see what you believe in and see what you teach and learn your methodology and learn your style and learn your values, I'm not buying from you, right? I'm not buying from you. So again, really thinking through, you know, am I just relying on, so where I was going with this was, I'm not saying we could get away with not creating content at all, but we could create way less content and just get into the DMs and start conversations and absolutely positively have a multiple six-figure business, right? Grow our business year over year. I believe that to be true. I believe that to be true now more than ever because people are craving connection. They're creating, craving relationships, right? I think that that's really, really important for us to keep in mind, Okay. So really focusing on what is that tactic, right? So we've talked about content creation. We've talked about email. We've talked about DMs. Um, one of the things that I do a lot of, and I, I don't really talk about this a lot, maybe I should, is I'm always building relationships, right? Like, yes, I have a full-time team. Yes, I do a shit ton of social media marketing, but I'm also building offline relationships all the time. So whether those are people that I am meeting on social media and I'm looking to bring those relationships into like a coffee chat or a connect call, or if I'm out networking or if I'm attending events, if I'm, I'm not in any masterminds or coaching programs right now, but if I were right, like it's constantly looking to build relationships that are also powerful off of social media. That is something that I consistently do because again, that's not reliant on technology. And I am not the type of person that's like, this technology stuff isn't going to stick around. Of course, I believe it to be true, but I also believe in having a multiple pronged approach to what we do, right? So I am always building relationships. Like every single week in my calendar, there are networking calls and connect calls. I go to networking events, right? Like I'm actively connecting and, and meeting with the people in my network that in which case I'm getting more introductions and I mean more people like that is a very big part of my strategy. You know, we have a, a partner program, which is our done for you program. You know, the majority of those clients actually I will tell you that they all came from different tactics, right? One came from a speaking engagement I did in Boise, Idaho, right? I learned about that speaking engagement from my mentor, right? So that is, I built a relationship off of social media, got invited to a speaking engagement off of social media and signed a five-figure client from that engagement, right? Another one of our clients, I did start a conversation with her via a cold message. She actually told me the other day, 
um, that, you know, you're actually the only person I've ever bought anything from, from a cold message. But it wasn't like I, I sent her a cold message. I booked a sales call and we sold, like, I sent her a cold message. We went back and forth. The conversation kind of died. She's been following me on social media. Somebody else mentioned my name. And now all of a sudden she's a client, right? So again, those are a lot of different ways, you know, um, Another one of our clients that just came is a connection from somebody that has been a client of mine since 2019 in some capacity, right? So this is a client of hers and she's like, oh my God, you need to meet my friend Ryan, right? So there is no one strategy that is driving revenue in, well, there's one strategy, but there's no one tactic that's driving revenue, right? We're getting ready to sign a, um, another partner client, right? Um, she is somebody who's been in my ecosystem forever. She's actually local to Kansas City, but I've never met her in person, right? But we've connected several times. She's bought different things of mine. You know, it, it's been years. And so I posted something again recently on social media and she's like, okay, this post, it finally got me. Um, I wanna talk about this program that you have, right? But again, if I were just taking one approach to social media, right, then, then these people wouldn't be my clients. You know, I shared early on in this conversation of a client whose Facebook ads account are closed. Like that's somebody who, again, I met her through a, a coaching program that I was in back in 2019. And so now she finally wants somebody to help, you know, run and kind of play the team lead role in her sales, her sales team. So she reached out to me. These are all different relationships that I built. Some of them started on social media, some of them off social media, but it's just an example of there needing to be multiple different tactics inside of your strategy. Most people's strategies are one trick ponies do this one thing like i was literally in a coaching program that taught that right i was in a coaching program that was like this live launch thing is the thing this is it you and your iphone which is bullshit but that's another podcast right it taught one thing it taught one strategy and yes that strategy was effective it was very very effective for me at the time but it was still just one thing. So what happened in 2021, when you know iOS went wild and all this other shit, is people who were live launching, their live launches stopped working. So if I hadn't been deploying more than one tactic in the growth of my business, when live launching stopped being as effective, and again, I know that it's still effective, do not come for me. I'm not saying don't do it, but I am saying that it just looks different than it did in 2020. It just does, period, end of. I will fight to the death on that. Like I will die on that hill. But the truth of the matter is, right, that if I wasn't taking a multiple different tactic approach to my strategy and growing my business, I would be screwed. And there's a lot of business owners that were and are because of that, right? So my point here in this conversation was really for you to look at, zoom out, what is your strategy, right? And then what are the different tactics? And are all, like, is there a way, you know, are, is there a multiple-pronged approach to bringing people in to your business? Are you focused on social media, but then also focused on conversation, but also focused on growing your email list, but also focused on building relationships in different ways, right? Because those things are important. And I, this is not a scare tactic. This is not a, oh, well, but don't just come buy something from me because this is the only way to do this. You guys know that I don't believe that to be true. If you're a member of this community, I believe that there are 4 million different ways to grow a business. What I really wanted to, to really hammer home for you in this particular episode is this idea that it is really easy to pick a lane and stay in that lane. In fact, we are encouraged to do that. Pick one thing and own it, right? And, and there is some truth in that, right? There is some truth in creating mastery through repetition. But there is also danger in the idea that, you know, there is only one way to grow a business. There is danger in that if that one lane that you are in closes, let's stick with the highway radiation, right? If that, that lane is under construction, how the fuck do you get to work that day? 
That is what I really want you to think about. What are the multiple tactics inside of your strategy? And if you only have one, here is your invitation to listen to this podcast a couple of times and pick what are you going to add? And again, we are not adding for the sake of adding. We are not adding for the sake of working more. We are adding for the sake of a, a, a real business, a business that makes millions and millions of dollars, right? They have multiple different, multiple different tactics that they use to grow their business. And online, we are often told, pick this one lane and own it. And so here is your invitation to pick your head up, look out and about and say, okay, what are the different things that I can add to my strategy that allows me to continue to be effective, that allows me to continue to drive sales, that allows me to be protected in case something goes wrong. So that is what I want you to think about. I would love to hear your thoughts. Come find me on social media. Uh, I would really love to hear like what tactics are you gonna be adding into your strategy. And of course, if you do need support on that, 100% this is something we do with our clients and I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to content and conversations. If this was helpful for you, I would love if you would follow along, subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends and we'll see you next week.